Firstly, we are continuing in Mishnah Yomi, and we find ourselves tonight in Parakei, chapter 5 of Mesechus Brochus, and we will be doing Mishnah Gimel and Mishnah Dalit. So Mishnah Gimel, the third Mishnah says, Omer, if a person is the chazan, person is davening for the Amid, he's the chazan, the prayer leader, and he decides to add in there the phrase, on the wings of birds, your mercy should come. Or for good, your name should be remembered. Modim, modim, or he says modim twice. Mishaskin also, we go ahead and we silence him. Now, each of these statements, although at kind of when you just look at them in the Mishnah, they seem to be pretty innocuous, and actually some of them seem to be nice, are each problematic. The Gemara explains when the Chazan says, on the wings of birds, your mercy should come. Remember, again, that seems to be a reference to the mitzvah of Shiloh HaKan, sending away the mother bird before taking the chicks, before taking the eggs. And so a person is saying the same way, Hashem, that you are compassionate upon the birds, be compassionate upon us. And the Gemara says it's problematic because that is ascribing a compassion, or it's ascribing a reason for this mitzvah, that the reason Hashem told us to send away the mother bird is because of compassion. But the Gemara says, maybe not. Sometimes the way I'm supposed to approach mitzvahs is that they're a chok, it's a statue. The Hashbarahu told me to do it. Sometimes I know the reason, sometimes I don't know the reason. After all, if you think about it, if it's all about the compassion of the birds, better yet, don't eat them at all. <laughs> Isn't that a great, even a greater form of compassion? So therefore, we don't like it when a person gets up in public and begins to ascribe reasons to mitzvahs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself has not given. For the good, your name should be remembered. What that sounds like is theologically, that which is good comes from God, and that which is not so good doesn't come from Hashem. And of course, we believe that everything that happens in this world, both what we perceive as good and that which is challenging, is all from Hashem. Modim, modim, to say thank you, thank you twice. Right, the bracha of modim. So it sounds like one is talking to two different deities, two different gods. Therefore, in all of these cases, we silence the chazan if he says these things. The Mishnah goes on. However, so let's say the chazan is davening and he makes a mistake. And in this case over here, he's unable to, uh, to recover from his mistake. Remember, we, we have the luxury of davening from Sidurim, from printed books. But in times of the Mishnah, the Chazan was davening by heart. So you have the following situation, the Chazan makes a mistake, and he just can't kind of, he can't get his bearings after having made the mistake. So what do we do? So the Mishnah says, Ya'avor achar tachtop. We send in a replacement Chazan, below yehei sarbon ba'osa sha'ah. Now interestingly enough, the Gemara discusses the idea that generally when a person is asked to daven for the Amid, the person is asked to be chazin, they should first demur, you know, they should first really say no thank you. Out of a sign of humility, actually say no thank you twice, and then on the third ask, you're allowed to accept. In a situation like this, we don't have time for any of that humility because the tzibur, the congregation, is waiting. So if you're asked, you have to rise to the occasion, which is also like really an, an incredible lesson in and of itself. There's a time for humility, and there's a time to say, no, not me, no, not me, you know, I'm not worthy. But when there's a need, and when there's an acute need, and specifically a need for the tzibur, a need for the congregation, you have to be ready to answer that call. The Mishnah goes on, from which point, so if you're the replacement chazan, where do you start from? You begin ultimately again from the beginning of the bracha that the previous chazan made a mistake. So you can literally pick up like in the middle of Chazar Sashatz and you just pick up at the beginning of the bracha in which the first chazan made the mistake. Beautiful. That is Mishnah Gimel. We now continue with Mishnah Dalit. However, if a person is davening for the Amid, this is the chazan, 
For Birchas Kohanim, he shouldn't answer for Duchening. Remember, again, they're Duchening now. So the Chazin shouldn't answer Amin. Why not? Because we're concerned that if he answers Amin to the, to the Brachos of the Kohanim, he himself is going to get confused. Then Ein Sham Kohen Elohu. Let's say the Chazin is the only Kohen. Lo Yisa Es Kapov. He shouldn't Duchen. He shouldn't Duchen once again because we're concerned that he's going to get messed up and mixed up. Therefore, we'd rather him not Duchen if he's the Chazin. But if he is confident that he could Duchen and then resume Chazar Hashat and then resume the repetition. In other words, he's confident that he's not going to get thrown. He's confident that he can maintain concentration. Ultimately, Rasha. Then he is permitted to do so. Again, another really incredible Mishnah. You begin to see how fortunate we are today with the prolifer- proliferation of printed texts. That, but, and you realize the awesome responsibility that a chazan had during the times of the Mishnah, even after the times of the Mishnah, that literally when you're leading the congregation, you had to have it organized in your head so well. And because of that, Chazal didn't want you to do anything that could potentially throw you off. Okay, we will stop over here. Mir Tashem, we will pick up with Mishnah Hay and Perek Hay, and then we'll begin Perek Vav and Mir Tashem tomorrow. Wishing everyone a good Tevach.